It's another edition of Six Pack Cinema. This week we're talking murder on the Orient Express, and you'll never believe it. Jimmy, Dave, they agree on almost everything. And John, me, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Let's go to the intro. Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've had a couple, so... Movie review. Hey, how you guys doing? Wonderful. Good, good. Jimmy, it's a good Monday night. Yeah, I'm doing good. I want to I want to start off if I if I'm not bringing a lot of energy it's because I just watched HBO's um, War Dogs and I'm sad. Well, tell us about that. War Dogs. It's about uh, wartime service dogs and their handlers. And Oof, that sounds super depressing. It was a lot of good stories. A lot of good stories. But one guy, he uh, he got shot and he uh, got pulled off and got uh, not decommissioned. He got he got uh, discharged. And his dog was still healthy. What kept going? And they said, you know what? When when the dog retires, uh, it'll come back to you. That's like the rule. But the dog went into service for some uh, police station up in Maryland or whatever, and the the handler up there kept it and refused to let the army ranger see it, even when the dog was dying. Good. And I'm sad. Jesus fucking Christ. Wait, wait to really bring down the mood of this episode right yeah, away. Yeah. So uh, PSA: Paul Leslie, you're a cocksucker. Wow. When I saw Fuck War you, Dogs. Paul Leslie. Shout what? out. Sponsor the pod. Yeah. It was about Miles Teller and Jonah Hill selling selling <laughs> weapons. Much different. <laughs> Much movie, different. But that yeah. movie really changed when you saw it. Yeah, the sequel was wild. <laughs> All right. And with that, let's hop into our snap impressions. Uh, since you're so depressing, Sheehan, Jimmy, why don't you start? Snap impression of Murder on the Orient Express. I liked it. I don't think it was like one of the, uh, I think it, there were parts of it that could have been done better, mainly like how they revealed the story, but the tone, the cinematography, the acting, the like kind of quirkiness of the main character, I enjoyed it. Overall, I was positive on this movie walking away from it. Snap impression done. All right. All right. Sheen, what about you? I, I'm not sure. To be honest, I walked out of it and I, I don't, know if i liked it it's one of those classic uh questions can a good movie with a shit ending still be a good movie uh i don't know i don't think it had a shit ending though so i was i we'll was get into that in a i bit. was disappointed by it for sure um I, i'm gonna uh, that i just at one point i said it was like a, a better version of the movie clue and that was yeah. before I saw it, and after seeing it, it's like, damn, I nailed that one, because you guys seen Clue? No, I haven't. Yeah, but, I mean, you know this has been a story that's been around since, like, the early, ni- uh, or late 19th century. Yeah, but I don't read books, dude, so shut up. Um, this is about movies. <laughs> so it, This has also been a movie. So, I don't care. Whatever. It, in my mind, Clue <laughs> was the first one to do this, and Clue was great, and it was too much like Clue. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty sure Clue was taking inspiration from this story, but okay. I, di- I disagree. My snap impression was oh. I liked it. Positive experience. Sheehan's snap impression was too much like Clue. Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I I liked it. I didn't love it. To steal a phrase you used a few weeks ago for The Snowman, I thought it was a very cozy movie. Like, I'm 100% going to watch this around the holidays with my family at some point. I agree. So you and I seem to be on the very same page, Dave. Like I, I, 
Well, first, I went and saw like what the critics said, and I, I'm just gonna Rotten Tomatoes is dead to me. I just don't yep. care anymore be. because I there's <laughs> no like rhyme or reason to what they do. When I saw it, it this was at like a 50, percent which is, I mean, just in, in my opinion, bizarrely low for what Rotten Tomatoes has done. Like, there's no correlation between how they rank movies. It makes no sense. There's no standard. I think the problem is, I think even if a reviewer says it's an okay movie, but it's not amazing, that sometimes get, like, and they don't manually put in positive or rotten or, rotten or fresh, it'll automatically count that as a rotten review. It, it is, is weird because... Up on their part, I think. It's not a it's not a great system. It is weird because there's more like positive reviews than negative reviews, but it has less than whatever. And I also think that critics to be a movie critic is to find something wrong with a movie. That's like by definition, that's what they think they do. And the first people to review movies don't want to come out and be like, that was so good. And then the next person be like, no, you idiot. This was wrong. And this was wrong. So they all just come out negative right away. Like this was so it was lacking. Uh, I, like the only problem was with this movie, and this is just a good base question for the three of us. When did you figure it out? Because I figured it out like super early, and that seems to be the what I'm reading in the reviews. They like the bad thing, like they didn't draw out your suspense for long enough, which is the only thing I would say wasn't good. Yeah, no, I um I knew going into it just because I liked the original movie, okay. so I I just kind of assumed they were gonna stick with the the ending but i agree there was i wasn't engaged with this movie like i usually am with a whodunit i was more just along for the ride watching uh hercule ask questions but i i never was like sitting there frantically trying to figure it out yeah i agree again i was never it was i didn't even watch it as a murder mystery because by the third time someone like knew uh whatever the guy's name is like they were all i'm sean yeah, but what's his actual name? Like, uh, Cassetti? Yeah. Cassetti. They knew Cassetti. I was like, okay, they all were in on it together. And then I just sat back and enjoyed the movie. Like, I enjoyed just watching how it played out because I didn't need the big, like, uh, twist or figuring out to make the movie because I already knew it. Which a lot of people wanted the twist or, like, it, it to hit them. Like, oh. But they didn't. that did not have this as a murder mystery. So it was more just like a cozy film well maybe i'm in the minority because i did not know what was going on well i knew what was going on obviously i didn't know everyone did it until we came to the end and i saw the last supper kind of style table no way like, wait really i'm serious yeah wait really because yeah, <laughs> when, when, oh when, when i saw them all line up like that i like i grabbed my wife's leg I was That's, like <gasps> 12 that stab wounds bad that's almost as bad as when I didn't realize in Suburbicon that they hired the mobsters to kill his wife. Yeah, I, yeah. That is equally yeah. No, I think it's worse. I think it's worse. Yeah. I think I, I, okay. I, I fully admit that I'm, I'm, I'm not defending myself. And I think maybe that's why I didn't like it because I felt so dumb. But yeah, I, I, the second they showed all 12 lined up, I was like, <gasps> 12 stab wounds in a random order. Of course, of course that's what it meant. <laughs> I mean, I had that same... Like, oh, there were there was no there was randomness in the stab room. Probably the third interview, maybe it was when he did her interviewed her outside. Was one of the one of the times where there was like, oh, they all know this Cassetti dude. 
So they all did it. And then I was like, well, in the stab wounds. So yeah, you figured that out really late. <laughs> Just, yeah. I mean, sure. I thought. <laughs> no, I, I, I played along with what the writers wanted, what the director wanted. So I, I, um, I, the, maybe that bothered me the most that the, I mean, the director I'm had sure me. The director wanted you to pick up and think about it a little bit before that scene. <laughs> yeah, I think... the, the direct the director had me in, like molding his molding my brain in his hands, and like I was completely under his control, and I hated that. I think at that scene, the the you were it was we were as a viewer more supposed to be thinking, oh shit, how does this play out? It's all ten of them versus one of him. But for you, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, there it is. All right. All right, well, that's funny. I thought that was um, – I think that's like anyone that watches this movie, that'll be an interesting first question. Like, when did you figure it out? Because, yeah, I, so I, I – well, I guess it worked for Sheehan and I'm sure other people, but the biggest complaint I read was that they didn't make it hard and, like, it was – and I don't know how you make it hard because they're all from – they all knew him in his background. So, for me, it's like I, I don't know how you do that. In in the you said you have neither of you have seen the uh, seventy four version right no no in that there was a lot of like double entendres that he doesn't like you wouldn't know that he figured it out until the very end when he's like confronting the twelve of them so that that'd be one way to do it but I think they they wanted him to to have more direct questioning in this just. Because one, I think they think audiences are stupider, and they also wanted to make it a little bit different than, and not just a straight up remake of the old version. That, that makes sense, but I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that's why I didn't like it so much <laughs> either. Because um, I, as they're going along, it's like, well, did you know the Armstrongs, and you work for the Armstrongs, and you're a flu. I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid. Well, this is just the most ridiculous coincidence of all time. <laughs> So I'm sitting there I'm sitting there in the complete dark. It's going way over my head the whole time. Yeah. You were like the, oh the coincidences of this is I cannot believe it. There's no Well, this is bullshit. What how are they expecting to What are the odds this? they'd all end up on this? Yeah, ludicrous as I was thinking. Yeah. What did you think? Stupid person. That's that, That's amazing. Well, if we're just going into deep so, dives, right? Sure. Yeah. What did you think of the opening scene, the solo case to introduce his character? Suave. Slick as fuck. Loved it. I I really liked it, and I, I even the very opening shot, when it was just coming up over the Wailing Wall, I thought that was a fantastic way to start it. I, the moment he stepped in the shit and was like, whatever, and he's like, it's not the shit I hate, it's the imbalance of it. At first, I thought he said, it's the embarrassment. So then he stepped in the other one. And then I was like, okay, he had to say the imbalance of it. But from that moment, I was like, this is going to be kind of like the tone was set that it's like a lighthearted but serious, I don't know, whatever, you know, if you saw it, you know what tone this movie was. I thought it was set from that moment where I was like, okay, this is going to be like quirky and fun. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. And I also love that pretty much every other character besides Perot was grounded and serious and he just had this like you said quirky larger than life personality that really every time he wasn't like doing anything almost i just had like a stupid grin on my face enjoying him just being a detective from the moment you know what go ahead Gene. can i I say um opposite of what i did in the whole movie from the second the guy said or the uh hercule how do you say hercule hercule sure the second he said 
cover the south gate and he jammed his his cane into the wall. It's like, oh, this guy, he knows he's going to run. Yeah, that was cool. I was way ahead of that one. Way behind the rest of the movie. Maybe I just hung my head on that and just and went to sleep. Maybe. You're like, I, you're like, I got this one. <laughs> got it in the bag. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a smart man with this movie. I'm, I'm all about this. Yeah, I didn't have my note, notes with me. And uh, I was in a full theater, so I couldn't use my phone. So so I, I didn't write like specific things out. So I'm trying to remember. But I know that I was trying to write in my phone. Once they introduced most of the characters and they got on the train... And they had that very first meeting with everyone was sitting on the train. From that moment, I knew I was like, all right, I'm strapped in. Like, this is going to be fun. And then it never really got as good as it I was thinking it was going to get. But it never got below that, if that makes any sense. So it just kind of stayed plateaued right there. While I was just like, all right, I'm on, I'm on the train with them. I'm along for the ride. Yep. Totally. Hey, <laughs> you back, Dave? <laughs> Yep, all I heard was that you're on the train for the ride with them, and I agree. Well, I was just saying, my main point was, from the, after all the introductory stuff and that first scene on the train, I was, like, in my chair, like, sat up a little bit, and I was like, I like this. Like, I'm in. I st- I'm strapped in. This is going to be a quirky little fun ride. Oh, for sure. I, I think that scene where he's first walking onto the train and how they're just showing the compartment by compartments was very well shot yeah. in mm-hmm. a great way to kind of just give you the layout of the whole train. Yeah. But from there, it never really went up. It just kind of stayed at that plateau where you were, I was expecting it to be like there was going to be another section where I really perk up, but I never did. Sheehan. I got a point to make about that one since you said when they're walking through the train. The one I was hoping, and this, this would this would have uh, maybe given it that little em- upper that you were looking for. The guy who didn't show up for the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I thought the, that ooh, I right. thought that was going to become I have some like background info thing. on that. Right. So, in the in the original story and the '74 movie, the group of them had booked that extra room just under a fake person's name, so that they could blame the murder on him, and so that no random person would be on the train with them. Mm. Oh, I wish they conveyed that. Somehow. How about that? Because I was yeah, I think they were still going Josh for that, Gatt, but they—that's why Josh Gad was so kinda... like stunned. Like he was like, "Whoa, who are you?" Yeah, yeah. It makes more like thinking thinking about it like that makes way more sense. Why he was like, uh, "Why the hell is this guy in my room?" Yeah, that I was wondering like, who's that twelfth person? Because there's no way it's just a random guy. Like there had to be a story, and that makes a lot of sense. They booked a fake name. It I does. Think. Yeah, cool. I'm glad you had that answer. They really, they really should have. They should have umped that one up, like, yeah. uh, played it up better. Yeah, they should have explained that a cool. little. Cool. Hey, hey sure. good, good for you for so knowing what, the original uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Background knowledge coming in handy for once. So what else did you guys uh, like about the movie, though? I was all in on everyone's mustaches. <laughs> I just Glorious love that mustaches. every single male character had an outrageous mustache. Glorious mustaches. That, the, the fact that the main character, Hercule, had the... Uh, he had two mustaches on the same face. That was amazing. <laughs> I've never seen that. Yeah. Have you? Seriously, I um, I I had a beard earlier tonight, and I went to shave it to just a mustache for this, and I was trying to figure out how I could do that, and I was just like, I I don't have enough facial hair. Well, because you don't have facial like, six years of, of growing a mustache. Yeah. That, one out of every ten men. That takes years. So instead, of, you look like a dumb hick from uh, Florida State. That takes years of. Growing, hey, fuck you. combing, and like waxing, probably to get that. The dude had a like a, a mustache cradle for his sleeping. Come on, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, this, I think this was in my Mount Rushmore of mustaches, of movie mustaches. 
God, I wish I could grow one, like a glorious, thick, bushy mustache. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm so what I liked, uh, if you liked a lot of mustache, the cinematography was great. Yo. Yeah, it was. Good? It was Bad. really good. Cinematography was great. I also saw some bitch-ass critics complaining like, oh, they think they're so cool shooting in these small places with their odd camera angles. They think that makes them geniuses. Like, shut up. It was really cool the way they filmed inside that tiny-ass train with all the camera angles and mm-hmm. the aerial views. The cut above. The, and the f- I agree with you for the most part. The one time I didn't like it, though, was when he was interviewing DeVoe's character. And it randomly cut to a Dutch angle, and it was just very off-putting, I felt like. Dutch angle? What? That's the type of, like, above, down, Adam. It's a weird angle they use in directing. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, we're, we're, we're the common man movie thing. I have no idea what the fucking Dutch <laughs> angle is. I didn't go to film school for a year. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, neither did I. Come on. Fuck it. Um, Jesus I just Christ. read a lot of movie reviews. Yeah, but... So that's how I know what they called that scene or what that. I didn't notice that, but I liked all of that. The best shot of the whole thing for me and like, oh, it was awesome. Like when he's walking on top of the train, once they're stuck and they know there's a murder on there and he asked for like the layout of the train, the blueprint or whatever you have it. And uh, Mm -hmm. he's walking on top and they're in between the mountains and the sun is shining behind the mountains. I don't know if you can picture it. It was really cool. The whole thing, mm-hmm. the cinematography was awesome. Yeah, big fan. But uh, but that that but that scene, as beautifully as as beautiful as it was, it bothered me because what the fuck is he doing up there? He was checking to see if there's any like no, anyone escaped up the roof or if there's path marks in the snow. Yeah, but you look, you can look at that and say, oh no, no, it's just not there because it was snow on top of it, you know. Yeah, but no, he's looking if there's footmarks in the I snow. I don't know. I feel the like they, they got yeah, they got to at least check to make make sure there wasn't anyone else there. Yes. You can't just assume no one was out yeah, there. Yeah, he was looking for like footprints or clues in the snow on the surroundings. Okay. Taking sure. all the observers in. Maybe I'm just not a good detective. No, you're a terrible uh, you're well, a obviously. terrible detective. You didn't know they were all in on it. <laughs> yeah, and it was laid out pretty early whatever hey i have something that daisy girl this actress that was in red daisy ridley yeah yeah so i she's only in like star wars or something i've never seen her before in any movie mm-hmm. yeah she did some stage plays and then she's the lead of the new well, star wars pretty big deal yeah well she was she was really pretty and i thought she was really good very i thought she was really good but kind of i thought both her and defoe were underutilized i wish we had spent more time with both of them no no defoe to, we got just enough yeah, defoe. Not, we got just enough i'll take more I'll take maybe more because i girl. love him so much and i haven't seen him in anything recently so i wanted more of him but yeah no daisy i 100 percent. i feel like we needed maybe five or ten more minutes overall with all the passengers and the couple of minutes devoted to her would have been great nah i liked how it done how it was done because i mean i wanted more michelle pfeiffer personally but they they, oh, she was. She, they they spent equal amount of time on every passenger to make sure that none no one got a little extra attention. It was really it was really well well planned out. So I know you yeah you want it you at want the same and by the way it, I, I no, no, no 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 Dave let me finish let me finish let me finish. <laughs> oh fuck you! We have no <laughs> idea if my internet will be working when you finish. <laughs> the I mean if to say you want more Defoe is like inviting more more Busey on your screen. You don't know when he's gonna go crazy. 
So just the right amount of Defoe, they nailed it. Don't push it. Don't push your luck because he could just like implode and go. You know how he was using like a really weird accent intentionally? Mm-hmm. He could have gone. Like, a I, I would love to believe he just showed up and was doing that accent and nobody had the balls to tell him no. He probably picked up a gun on set. He's like, no, I got a gun too, guys. No, <laughs> I'm going to be a bad guy too. Absolutely. But no, I think they needed just a, like a few more minutes, even if it wasn't with Defoe, if it was just with Ridley or Pfeiffer, just so you think it could be those characters alone, and then suddenly it's a twist that it's all of them would be good. I just think, similar to how we've said it in a few other movies, they spent so much tra- time trying to give each plot line and each story equal amount that it kind of ended up taking away from them all. There was less of a focus on than I would have liked. Yeah, but then, then it helped out people like me who were just completely confused as to who actually killed them until the very end. So good yeah, on but them. that's not a good thing. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it worked for me. And I think I was pissed off about it, so you're right. Maybe it didn't work. I wanted... Yeah, I, I don't think back and you forth. were supposed I keep to going, be confused. I keep going back and forth in this one. I don't know if I liked it or didn't like it. If I was pissed <laughs> off about it, if I enjoyed it. I don't I know. I feel I'm like a, your, your I, ratings later pretzel. are just going to be like a shot from the hip. Yeah, I'm a complete pretzel on this guy. Sorry, before I pass it off to Jimmy, I do want to say I just have a note. Michelle Pfeiffer stole the whole movie, in my opinion. I She was incredible. No, 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 no. Josh Gad did. Josh Gad stole it. Okay. All right, we keep cutting off Jimmy. Let's, go, let's let Jimmy well, speak. I, I forget what I was going to say, but I'm just going to comment. I don't like Michelle Pfeiffer at all. Was she in Mother? Is it the same girl? As in- she was. Yeah. She was and the, we had, this conversation. Wife we and had this conversation then, too, right? You guys liked her, and I don't yep. like her at all. Okay. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yes. Yes. Okay. So six pack cinema. We've established this and we are staying true to it. I don't like to, I'm <laughs> glad. I don't yeah, I don't like her. She like weirds me out. She got Botox all over and she's like plays like a drunk old lady and I think I'm just scared of those ladies, so didn't like that. Josh Gad is No, that's my type. Josh Gad was awesome, but my what I was gonna say is that um Johnny Depp. I know that he uh had to die because that's the storyline, but Whenever Johnny Depp plays a human being that's pretty normal-ish, I love it. And there's only like five movies maybe where he does that. So I wanted more. Like when he was having that conversation, when he sat down with the cage, he's like, do you mind if I sit down with you because dessert is an indulgence? So I want to indulge. I was like, fucking yeah. I love this Johnny Depp. I love when he's not being a weirdo. Absolutely. Weird dude. And so I was like, and then he dies the next scene. I was like, damn it. (laughs) We need more Johnny Depp. I yeah I think this is the best Johnny Depp performance we've had in a long time. I know I don't think you guys are fans of Black Mass. I'm okay on it, but I thought he was good in that. But even in his short time in this, I think he was better than he was in Black Mass. Black Mass was just like eh. like it should have been so much. Oh uh, yeah, this it, might have been his best performance since Gilbert Grape. I think. Well, I will blow is in between there, right? I would I, yeah. Yeah, blows up and there. I I think I think Gilbert Grape was he was. Is his best performance. What about Chocolate? Maybe. Barring maybe this. Uh, excellent, I I, it's excellent been a long time film. since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. That's an excellent film, dude. I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid, so. I mean, I, I know you you don't like his weird performances, but you, you him as Jack Sparrow, there's none better. Well, him as Jack Sparrow in the first one, there's none better. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I, they I just I, kind of like flanderized him immediately to the point of annoyance. Is this the is this the Jimmy and Dave agree show? 
I just, very I, weird. Very weird. weird. We have never I been on the same wave, like wavelength. Jack Sparrow in the first Pirates was awesome. And then everything after that was just self-indulgent. Like he just got like zany for zany's sake and was weird as hell. And yeah, that's what pirates yeah. do, dude. Come Absolutely. On. Cause in the first one, he was more, he was a lead, but he was like the supporting lead to balance, to bounce off of all the straight characters. Yeah. And then in the other ones, they made him the lead over yeah. the other two. Yeah. This Has is great. I like being on like, the same page with Jimmy. <laughs> can I do? Can I do a little tangent? Has any any character, uh, any actor, has have any um, had more Halloween costumes based on them more than Johnny Depp? No, because he always plays like ridiculous people. Okay. Well, good I stuff. feel like there's got to be great conversation I there. there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. Uh, uh, I, I feel Will like there's Ferrell. gotta be like, Will, like maybe Will Ferrell. Jack Nicholson, Tom just Hanks, maybe. He's been in so many movies. No, I just found our answer. It's Will Ferrell. Who? Got, well, what, what would you dress up as? Like to be you him? got Ron Burgundy, Anchorman, you got Spark, Anchorman, Spartan cheerleader. You got semi pro. You got uh, Ricky Bobby. You the cheerleader. Got cheerleader. Cheerleader. Like any character. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking Tom Hanks is another one, but yeah, just so many movies. Yeah. Now Will Ferrell is. The, you're right. That's probably the one. All right, good talk, Tom. guys. Let's talk in Halloween. Back November. to murder on the. There's been another murder. <laughs> um. So no, I also really love just the whole feel and period of the yeah. movie. Just that early turn of the century travel, like adventure type of feel to it even though it was contained to a train car i just i think that led to me thinking it was a cozy movie it reminded me of the type of movies i'd watch as a kid well it's like a it's like a winter getaway which is like in a cabin but you're on a train it's like this movie and the titanic make me yearn for what was probably a miserable experience like the titanic no i don't think i don't think it was miserable Sorry, I don't know, man. Like that bumpy ass track on that train and being stuck there with seven people, no internet, no. T- but what that guy said, the conductor, he was like, "Yeah, you're in a cozy little oh, uh, yeah. room with twelve strangers and it's constantly rocking. You have nothing to do for three days. Come on, I man." Was, I, <laughs> that guy was. Amazing. I was all in on that, and then they showed this Daisy girl. What's her name again? Daisy. What something? They showed her walk past yeah, the camera in her red dress at the like one of that scene, and I was just like. He's right. He's right. This train ride would be awesome. Three days, rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need a gif of you doing that. <laughs> I was dancing for those who can't hear, you know. Yeah. You know, great radio. White boy dancing. White boy um, dancing. And then just no, my, I last mean, this, 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 my last thing this, I had This movie there. made me want to uh, take t- train rides. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, fuck, for fuck sure. planes forever. That's been Tra- on my bucket list for a long time. Like trains going coast to coast on the train. I think that would be an awesome trip. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this podcast is about. So the uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up, under my favorites at least, is I thought Kenneth Brownout, for directing and starring in it, he looked like he was having the time of his life. Yeah. It was great. Did you guys watch any of those behind-the-scenes videos? No. There, no. There's some really long ones. I don't know if, how much you're into it, but of, like, the cinematography and the practical sets, like that train station in Vienna, I think it was, or wherever. They rebuilt that. That was yeah. a set that they built. It was crazy. And then they were out in the snow. Like, I don't know. It was cool. The way they filmed some scenes, they have all that stuff. So if you're into the techie 
cinematography stuff. They'd, yeah, shoot yeah. those over to me. Shoot those over to me, and I'll tweet them out so our listeners. Right, I'll, can try, I'll try and give them I'll a try watch and find too. The, the Follow us on uh, Six Pack Cinema. The first one I found, they d- got deleted pretty quick. Copyright, and then I I oh, searched well. around. Someone else had posted it, but I'll look around. They were really cool. All right, sweet. There, well, if there we find them, one. we'll tweet them out. There's another one I, I I was told to search out. It's uh one where Josh Gad and uh, a couple other cast members corner Daisy Ridley and try to interview her. While she's in this, and it turns I saw that out, like months and months ago. Yeah, it turns uh, into drilling her for, for spoilers on Star Wars, and by the end of it, the whole cast is there trying to drill her. That's funny. For spoilers, not not drill her for <laughs> like Hollywood. Like Jimmy wants to. She's pretty. No, like like all of Hollywood apparently does that. Yeah, well, that's too depressing. Let's not go into that. It's made um, vlogging real fucking tough, I'll tell you that much. I, yeah, I have been super depressed every time I check the news to find something check to write it. about. Hey, let's check out Entertainment Reddit. Oh, rape, harassment, porn, porno, <laughs> pornography, pedophilia. It's just all the same bullshit all the way down. I'm like, all right, get some staffers today. Yeah. But, um, all right, what else do you guys got under your favorites? What did you like about the movie? Uh, no, still I think, indifferent on it. Still yeah. very indifferent. I think I think now I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. <laughs> With that, let's move on to our dislikes. Since you seem to dislike it the most, Sheehan, you can take it away. I dislike the most how I just didn't get it, and I feel embarrassed now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should. I feel like I, I feel pretty stupid. Because I mean, like I said, that that epiphany moment where I was like twelve stab wounds. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I did. And I'll, I'll give you like another was, little detail on that. That wasn't in this, but it's just from the story in old movie. That they decided to each do a stab so that they no one would know who had the actual killing blow because well, none of them were killers. Well, no shit. That was pretty fucking obvious after the fact, wasn't it, Dave? But Come on. I don't. The whole thing was pretty obvious, and you didn't figure that out. Yeah. Well, just rub it in some more. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm opening get some up. Salt for your wound. Oh. Um. What else did I? I also right, I didn't, sorry, I didn't like on. how Michelle uh, Pfeiffer took off her wig and looked not hot for like a minute. Like she's supposed to look like a, a good-looking sixty-year-old woman, not like a average one. When she looks average, she's no longer hot anymore, and the mystique is gone. Don't make her look ugly. She, but that was the whole thing. Her character was broken down and was only putting on an act. Michelle Pfeiffer uh, put asses you, in seats. Dave, come on. They could have gotten I mean, any average Michelle ugly Pfeiffer. woman to do it. They picked Michelle Pfeiffer. And that's why she looks smoke like a smoke show for ninety percent of the movie. Don't drop the veil. That's all I'm smoke saying. Smoke show. You guys are fucking nuts. Did you did you not see Catwoman? No. Jimmy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Did you not see her in this? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Come Didn't on, like. Jimmy. <laughs> all right, Jimmy. What about you? I know you liked the movie, but anything in particular you uh, you found lacking? Yeah, I was just like the way the story unraveled, but I'm not sure in a movie how you do it differently. Because you would have to like the best like the, the 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 substance of it was the interviews and him like interviewing and showing his question style and skill that was the good stuff but they kind of had to pull a lot of it out like the chauffeur and like three other characters the not the religious they like did a montage of you know um, mm-hmm. because if they did that the audience would have been able to figure it out even quicker so I think well. Some people in the to audience. make this a better movie, you would make it so you don't find out as fast. You don't put it together as fast as you do, but with the way that it, the twist is, or the ending is, I don't, I don't know how you can do that. Maybe there is a way that someone much smarter at 
story writing could figure out, but that, I, that would be my suggestion. Yeah, I, I that's what they do in the 74 version, and I'll try and find a clip of him explaining it at the end to send to you. Because like I said, they, they very br- only briefly touch on the uh, Armstrong murders in the 74 version, and everyone denies having any connection to it. Oh, okay. And he only, at the end, reveals he figured out they were all lying to him through other references they made. Oh, I'll be honest. I don't give. I don't give a fuck about the '74 movie. Well, that makes sense though. Well, I was I trying to connect I mean, it. They, they did it the way. I he mean, just we're said. talking about we're talking about this that movie. Makes, that ma- that oh, makes dang. sense though. It makes yeah. sense, but they didn't yeah. do it in this one. So I'm just saying. Like, well, that's how I'd fix it. I I try to do it more that way. Exactly. Okay. For sure. All right. The though. Thing, the only things I really had that I wasn't a super fan of, well, not super fan, but that I wasn't, that I didn't like was, like I said earlier, I thought the stakes were very low. I was never sitting there trying to figure out who did it. I was just along for the ride. And then also the score. I think the score of this movie sucked. I don't remember one song from the whole movie. Do you? It was it was um, constant tones more than like music. You're, you're... I thought it was nice. I thought it, I thought it was it was appropriate. I didn't notice it, which which oh, no, means I, for me that it was probably good then. Yeah, it was good because it set the I tone without you noticing it. If, if you notice, if, if you notice I, like large gaps of sound, then you're it's bad. There's a lot of filler in there, so I don't know. I, I I'm gonna say that's not a, a, a knock on it at all. That fact that you didn't notice it. Or, oh no, I I noticed like gaps, and I just oh. I thought when I did notice it, I thought it wasn't fitting and could have been better but maybe that's just me yeah would you want Hans Zimmer to do it no. I mean it definitely wasn't like great like it didn't stand out as great but it didn't stand out as really bad like Blade Runner we're not getting into this we're finally on the same page we all love Blade Runner it's your favorite movie <laughs> let's get into reviews all right let's hop into our reviews those listening if you're listening to another episode of us you know, we do it on a three-pronged scale. We do our critical score, looking at it through the eyes of a reviewer, our popcorn score, our en- like our entertainment, if we'd watch it again, and then our pairings, what we'd drink with it if we are going to watch it again. Sheehan, what do you got? Let's do critics first. Okay. Um, do you want us to set a base for you, and then you can middle around since you don't really... No, no, I want to go okay. with the pure. I want to... I wanna... This is this is me. But you talking. said you're undecided. I'm not getting, I'm not getting pushed around. I, I think I've 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 weighed and checked some balances and all that good nonsense. I, I think I got a good idea. Um, critically, it was visually pretty damn good looking. Loved it. it. It was it made me feel cozy, like you said. It was a good atmosphere. The story lacked in the fact that I didn't know what the fuck was going on until the end, which the director wanted me to do. And I didn't like that. So the fact that you guys we disagree on that while doing yeah, I don't think the director wanted you to be shocked okay? at I'm the just, end. The, the director wanted you to be surprised at the end, or else he wouldn't do the whole Holy Father, uh, the 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 final supper at the end. That was a whole to do. No, you're not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dave. <laughs> I, I I don't think it was really superly well done. We didn't know about the the, the nonsense passenger who didn't show up. We didn't know about the um. The Armstrongs, how they how they were denying it in the old movie, and that was better for. There was there were things that that could have been done much better that made this a great movie. Johnny Depp was in, in he was only in for ten minutes. We needed more Johnny Depp. 
when when the, when the, when the avalanche came, Johnny Depp didn't fall out of the bed. Everyone fell out of the goddamn bed and ended up in the hallway except for Johnny Depp. Depp. That didn't make sense either. Sorry. He was drugged. He was dead. Anyways, I'm gonna go with an 82% critically. All right. <laughs> I liked it. It was good enough. I could have been better. All right, 82%. Jimmy, what do you well, got? I was just looking at our past movies to to find my gauge, and you guys gave um, Thor seventy nine, or that's what at least what we settled on. So for John to come in with eighty two makes me incredibly happy with him. I yeah, I'm blown away because I have a lower score than John right now, but I might adjust it because he kind of sold me on raising it with his whole explanation. Yeah, uh, no, I was gonna. I was gonna. I'm very I was gonna you guys. see what you said and float anywhere between an 80 and an 85. And you know what? I'll just stick with 82, 83. I'm bumping it up one percent. 83. Can I can I say this? You know what? Maybe part of my disappointment was the fact that I wouldn't hear. This is one of my most like anticipated movies of the year. I was excited, like beyond excited ah, to watch this. Okay. I w- so I think that's that's why I was a little disappointed. Uh, I was I was like has. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 81 so that we average out at 82 for John. Easy math. <laughs> we disagree, but we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Come on. All right, I'll start us off with popcorns. I'm going four. Ooh, once again, we are on the same page because I'm also going four. Like I said earlier, probably not this Christmas because I don't think it'll be out yet. But some Christmas when my whole family is together. We're going to sit on the couch and, like, drink hot cocoa and watch this. I'm all in on watching it again. Not four. Not four. Because if I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck is going like, that that takes me out of it. Maybe it's a murder mystery. More. Yeah, maybe you'd enjoy it more now. Maybe. I do love those mustaches. Um, I'm going to go three. Ugh. So what's that average? A three and a half? Sorry, pal. Right. That's yeah. too. So I got, that's I got too to. low. We gave Happy Death Day a four. <laughs> this, I, this is the, this is this that's is the fine. disappointment. I, I factor, can live with guys. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not be true, uh, Jimmy. I, I personally true. disagree with it, but I can live with a three and a half. I think that's still that's still a pretty good entertainment score. I say it with a heavy heart, okay? Because it's just unfortunate. I have. What to did do we it. give Battle of the Sexes? Because if we gave <laughs> that anywhere below, if we gave that a three and a half, I will riot. Can't be given this the same thing as Battle of the Sexes. I think. Point. I think this. I think that was a three and a half. I think no. That that was that was before we all started agreeing on things. So that was. Oh, I think okay. That that was the pre-era of agreeing on things. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, pairings. I'll go first. I would drink a nice old-fashioned bourbon on the rocks while watching this again. Jimmy, yeah. I'm drinking a Long Island iced tea. That's where Cassetti was from. But someone else makes it for you, and they leave out one ingredient, and you have to keep drinking them over and over again until you figure out what ingredient's missing. Until you die? Or die. <laughs> and no, what... <laughs> Why do you get to come up with these ridiculous drinks? And when the one time I tried to do it, you guys tore me to shreds for it. This is bullshit. Hey, that's worth a joint. <laughs> I forget. I forget. 
fuck you. I forget what yours was. Yours was. It was a Zima with a joint or some shit like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was something else. A smeared off ice. No, the. the... I don't think I ever recommended a Smirnoff ice. Oh, ridiculous, whatever it was. But, uh, Sheehan, what are you drinking? Well, originally, I, originally I was going to go with a, a, a nice, classy, old-fashioned. Um, but then I thought about it more, and I was like, well, you know what? No, this this was a disappointment. And I thought about what kind of drink makes me feel this way. It makes me feel very excited about it. Natty Light? Brandy. And so I was thinking, um, when you transition from summer beers no, to... No, definitely got to be a Natty Light. Dave, shut the fuck up. I'm doing my thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when you transition from summer beers to fall beers, you you drink summer beers heavily and they, they go down smooth and nice like let the shandies, the the lemon ales, and then you move over to Oktoberfest and you're like you're still excited to drink, and you get about two Oktoberfest deep and it's like, oh, oh, this is a different kind of thing. This isn't what I was expecting. This isn't the same enjoyment I was expecting out of this. That's where I'm at. So we're we're drinking. Um, heart, uh, I'm doing f- okay. Flannel Fridays from a Harpoon Fest. Nice. All right. All right. It's a little disappointing. And that wraps up our review of Murder on the Orient Express. Let's hop into our weekly recommendations. Jimmy, what do you got for us this week? Well, I did do the uh, the classic and coveted solo double feature Friday night. I saw. LBJ before I saw Murder on the Orient Express because time-wise, I was just sitting at home like by myself waiting for a murder to start and I was like, well, let's just find a movie that fits and go watch that. Movie Pass. Uh, LBJ. It's with Woody Harrelson. He plays... Shout out, sponsor of the pod. Yep. He watches... He plays... What is... He plays Lyndon B. Johnson. It's all about Lyndon B. Johnson. It's a biopic. I was a history major. I love American history. It was really short. Like a biopic that's only an hour and a half. That's really short usually. Um, but I, th- I, 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 it was the entertainment. Like I would give it the same exact scores that I gave more murder different movies, but I was, I like enjoyed it. And I was going in, it was, I just watched it cause it fit the time schedule, but I thought it was really good. Woody Harrelson might, eh, I don't think he'll get nominated. Half the time I thought he was, it was silly, but I think he's getting good reviews, but I think he did really good. He just had these big ass prosthetics on that made him look like stupid. But hmm. it was a good movie. If you're interested in American history, the shooting of Kennedy, the transition from Kennedy to Lyndon B. Johnson, definitely check it out. Nice. All right. Sheehan, what about uh, you? I wanted you to go first, Jim. Or Dave. <laughs> I am... So I actually... I have seen this before, but I'm about to rewatch it because I just saw today they announced that the HBO Deadwood movie is going to start filming in 2018. So I'm going to start my rewatch of the series. Everyone go back to watch the GOAT of HBO shows. That's better than Sopranos, better than Game of Thrones, better than anything else they've done. The Wire? Deadwood is the best show. I think so. Well, I've also only seen like the first few episodes of The Wire. I'm one of those crazy people. I haven't seen any. I watched, uh, I did a Deadwood YouTube rabbit hole because I read that same article you did. And it's on my agenda now to watch those three seasons. I don't know if a Deadwood's better. It's yeah. definitely well. I'm not big on Sopranos. I I like The Wire a lot. Game of Thrones is good. Deadwood's up there though, but I don't know if it's for everyone because it's like it's Shakespearean Western. Like the way they talk is a, you yeah, you really I, have to pay just, attention or have subtitles on. But it's so fun. It's just fun and like good. 
Hmm. Yeah, and maybe it's because I've just become accustomed to subtitle life that doesn't bother me. Oh, I am subtitle uh, 100% of the time. I hate that they're not on movie theaters. Yeah, I, same here. I'm anti I, I agree. I would, I would pay like an extra dollar to go to the movie theaters with subtitles. I would, yeah. Nope. I would pay. Oh, I wouldn't. Movie Pass would pay for nope, me. Nope, nope, nope. Context clues. You figure it out, guys. No, man. Subtitles. Uh, you couldn't figure it out. Exercise those ears, good boys. Come on. No, subtitles are awesome for like. Just like you did? For like, peop, like people's names and places. Like when you watch Game of Thrones, it's so convoluted. But when you read it, you you pick all that up ten times faster than anyone else. Because there's so many people that watch shows and you're like, what about this character? Like, I don't know their names. But if you have subtitles, you're seeing their names all the time. And it only takes like a couple times where you get like immune to it. Because like, I remember when subtitles used to bother me, like distract me. But then you figure out. Yeah. But I'm a big subtitle yeah. advocate. Picky blind. Picky. Sheehan, I, I, Sheehan, I post the challenge to you. Watch everything with subtitles for one week and see if you don't become a subtitle guy. No. Wait, Sheehan, have you watched Peaky Blinders ever? No, this is this is what I'm going to get and do my, my recommendations, okay? Okay, go. Because <laughs> You're just ignoring it. Because, All right, because I, I did it. I sat down and I watched in Bruges. Mm! Oh, shit. It was great. All right, well, this just turned into an in Bruges podcast. We have another it. hour on. I love movies where everyone dies at the end. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> he, I think he lives. Spoiler alert. Well, what? it's not said if he dies oh, or not. He definitely lives. No chance he lives. I think he 100% lives. 100% lives. Yeah. No. But that's a great movie. No. Wow. We are... Yeah, it's a fantastic that movie. Dude, if he did live, it's bullshit. He, he got shot three times through dead center of the chest, and at best, he's paralyzed. Yeah, I mean, he could be I messed up, lives. but I I always thought he lives. And I've watched it a bunch of times. But, yo, how good is that movie? It's so funny. And then the moment where he's about to kill himself, but instead... He stops him from. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "How come you're? How come you're allowed to kill me, but I'm not allowed to kill myself?" That whole that whole scene is like, put a genre on that scene because it's funny. It's like enlightening. It's pre- it, it's, it's epitome dark comedy. Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's not just like there's like some deep shit going on too. It's not just like laughing at death. It's like some real introspective thought waves like. Yeah, he's about the he's about the come up behind him. Yeah, and I, back I always like, I always what, go what, with what black comedy with. Yeah, I think it's more that than was, a black comedy. It, no, it, it, it's deeper. I, I than agree, that. but um, I think that's the best phrase to. If you're only going to use one phrase to describe it, I think that's the closest you can get. Like, have you guys seen Death at a Funeral? Yes, oh, that's yes. that's one of my all time favorites. That's you, a the, black the British version. Yeah, the British version. Yes, that's a yeah. black that's Denver. a black comedy. And that is way different than in Bruges. And Bruges touches on something way more serious yeah. and lifelike than death at a funeral, in my opinion. It's tech. It's, I, it's I agree, that but I just comment. I have no idea what's even close though. Nothing in Bruges is a weird ass movie. But... Death the Smoochies up there. I've never seen that. Yeah, but no, well, you should check that guy out. I will. All right. Um, but no, the, my favorite, absolute favorite scene is how um his fat buddy got shot in the leg just to send a message and then he finds out he's alive so he kind of shuffles back up to the top of the tower he's like all right it's cloudy i'm going down yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he, they show him fucking splattered on the sidewalk but he's still able to talk for 20 seconds are you shitting me oh i loved it it was so stu- i love that oh man i'm so glad you finally watched this mm-hmm. there's I a was, I, was, I was tickled watching this 
not to shout some other movie reviewer out or whatever, but there is this YouTube video explaining in Bruges, this guy who does YouTube videos explaining movies. You have to watch it. It's probably like 10 minutes long, but it's really good. I'll watch that, sure. It's really good. All right. Um, we, we, we could probably do a whole other podcast on Imbruge. We might one day. If it's a slow week, we might just yeah. do that. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, over the holidays when we have a little bit more free time, maybe do a little throwback Thursday. Sure. Yep, sounds good. Also, check out um, a podcast that I'm listening to right now, Dirty John. Dirty John? It's about a, it's about a con man named John Meehan. It's like one letter away from my name. It's a complete scumbag. And it's real, it's real dark shit. Yeah, did he uh, move to Connecticut and change his name to Sheehan? He uh, he moved several places and has several different names. Wait, is so it like true crime or is it like fictional story? <laughs> no, true crime. Oh, it's a real story about this uh, this woman who um, met this guy on Match.com and her life got fucked up afterwards. I'm in. I love true crime shit like that. Cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's everything that I'll, like. Uh, I'll give it a check. Although I, I will caveat, I have not listened to the last three episodes, so it could go by the way of you know shit town or. Or cereal, where the last Mindhunter. Is, it might be disappointing, but so far it's great. All right, so there you go, my recommendations. All right, that wraps up our weekly recommendations. Tune in next week and make sure you go to the theater. You go, you watch the man, the myth, the Dark Knight. Roman J is Israel. We're you checking the, you, out the Denzel movie. Say the Dark Knight, like we're not going to see Justice League. Come on, come on, Dave. <laughs> Roman J. Israel it is. Um, seriously. Yes. Go see Roman J. Israel Esquire. Denzel from the guy who created Nightcrawler should be good. All right. See you next week, y'all. There has been a lot of murder and a lot of intrigue. My little heart can barely take it no more.